financial and business guru, Mike Woods. Welcome back to C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, brother? I'm all right, my friend. Good to hear your voice. Glad you're feeling better. Thank you so much, Mike. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling back at 100. Well, not quite 100, but I'm, I'm feeling good, baby. Feeling good. Mike, okay, here we are, still on this bumpy, rocky road. But where do we go? Where is it going? Well, you know, CL, as I was, was looking at and preparing for the show today, I, I went back and looked at, at a tweet that the president uh, had back in 2020. When he was, he said, unlike this President Trump, I'm going to do my job and I'm going to take full responsibility. And yet today he comes out and says, oh, it's, it's not my fault that inflation is high and high. It's the Republicans' fault. Well, you know, last week it was Putin's fault. And before that it was the supply chain. So it's everybody's fault but him. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I, I told uh, Michelle earlier, I, I'm going to start coming up with a lie of the week. Uh, last week, the lie of the week, you know, after they found the, the 30 uh, illegals dead in the truck, the White House said, but the border's closed. And then, of course, they come out with a, with a video of, of the, the border patrol guy waving the truck driver on through. Didn't, didn't check, didn't, didn't stop him, just waved at him, and, and off, they, uh, off they went. And, and then, again, they said, inflation is lower in the United States than abroad, and yet the U.S. has a higher inflation rate than most of the other 20 largest economies. So it's, you know, I'll do my job and take responsibility. No, he's not. He just lies. And, and the, as you're saying, the press goes along with him and doesn't challenge it. And most people, Mike, unfortunately, do get their news from liberal news sources. There is a, you both of us are, are Christians, and Mike, what makes this, this question that I'm about to ask you very interesting to me is that uh, you are, just so full disclosure, everybody, Mike is a Caucasian American, and I happen to be a black American. If we have to uh, deal with colors, white, he's white, I'm black. We grew up in the same hometown, Shreveport, Louisiana, and both of us are unashamedly, unabashedly Christian men. Okay, but we participate in our churches and so forth. Happen to be uh, Southern Baptist roots, both of us. Now, Mike, there is this thing that is beginning to rise in America called Christian nationalism. And they are saying that somehow uh, we're going to put Bible over uh, constitution and and we will help those white nationalists do mike is there an attack against patriotism because red yellow black or white my father will world war ii veteran grandfather world war one veteran uh, they were patriots they believed in this country they believed in a better day and they were christians uh, they were nationalists because they were patriots. They loved their country. Mike, what what is what's up with couching uh, this new conversation that's beginning to emerge as Christian nationalists? What 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 do you feel may be behind all that? Talk to us. Well, it's 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 easy, CL. When, when you don't have anything to stand on, you just make up something. And, and and like you, my grandfather was a World War One vet. My father was a World War Two vet. We were both raised in the same generation. We both went to the same college together. Uh, but all of a sudden, you have you have had a turn with with the, the liberal mentality taking over all the schools, and and so our kids now are raised where you're supposed to hate America. You're supposed to hate God. Uh, and so it's just a, and, and yet we wonder why does this child shoot 20 people at a parade? Why do you go into school in Uvalde and, and kill all these people? 
we can't teach morals anymore, CL. We, you know, we we've gotten rid of of God uh, and Girl Scouts, and 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 we've we've you know we've destroyed Boy Scouts. I mean, it's so you can't you can't teach values anymore. Mike, and so that's how does that affect the American economy when we began to erode in the ways that you are describing? Well, you know, we were both raised with a Judeo-Christian ethic, and 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 there were there were responsibilities, there were there were there were ways that business people reacted. And of course, what do you see today? Uh, who's getting ahead? It's it's the uh, the baseball players or the the rock stars or whatever that you know uh, don't don't worry about marriage, don't worry about this. We we, we can't. Uh, we can't tell you what gender you are because that's that's uh, uh, wrong to, to say that. And so it's, it's just gotten – the whole world's just gotten crazy, CL. I, I don't know what's happening. Mike, when we look at – you mentioned athletes, and, and, and a lot of this is fueled by uh, the athletic world. They use them as pawns. But Pistol Pete Maravich, uh, 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 Willie Mays, you, you go back to the, ath- the great athletes of the past, never dreamed of making – the kind of money or living the type of lifestyles that these have enjoyed in this free market capitalist system where yes they do sell their athletic and physical prowess but they Mike are saying that they're being treated like NBA and Major League Base MLB uh, slaves they are trying to make their, their American experience seem as though there's something oppressive about it What's the benefit and, in that? Well, and, and uh, you know, the, the crazy thing to me, CL, is, is you hear this $100 million contract on somebody and you've never heard their name. I mean, th- that's what amazes me. But but I will tell you, we, we had an experience back in my days of uh, serving on the University of Louisiana System Board. And Doug Williams, uh, super, first black Super Bowl MVP, uh, Grambling grad. He was a coach at Grambling, and, and he got hired away by, by Tampa Bay. And, uh, and so we flew down to Tampa Bay and met with, with Coach Allen to try to get Doug Williams to come back to Grambling. And, and Coach Allen looked at us, and he said, uh, guys, you can't compete with me. I said, what do you mean, Coach? He said, all of my expenses are covered by TV revenue. I don't have to sell a single ticket, a bag of popcorn, a pennant, nothing. He said, I'm going to spend a half a billion dollars in the next five years on players or coaches. You can't compete with me. I said, Coach, you're right. We can't compete with you, but we want Doug to come back to Grambling. He said, it's not going to happen. So th- these guys have got so much money because of television revenues that, that they can they can make these crazy deals. I mean, look what the Waltons have just paid for the Denver Broncos. I mean, it's it, it's crazy what all is going on in sports right now. But but yet the viewership is declining. Uh, so it's going to be interesting as, as we go forward and, and some of these advertisers start looking at these high prices they're paying and saying, look, I'm not getting my money's worth. So it's, But don't forget, all of these sports teams are nonprofits. The NFL, Major League Baseball, they're all not-for-profits, so they don't have to pay any income tax. Mike, we've seen uh, the price of gas lower some, and is that because of the tapping into the strategic oil reserve? And what's up with Biden sending our oil to China. Is that part of the deal? Talk to us. Well, it's crazy, and, and, and you're exactly right. You know, we're, we're releasing a million barrels a day from the SPR. It's now, we have less than a month supply in the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Uh, 
you're seeing a little bit of, of decline in price of gasoline. It's primarily because of demand destruction. I mean, again, we talk about Econ 101, supply and demand. There's two things that affect the price. Either the supply increases or the demand decreases. And right now we have a little bit of a demand decrease. But still, we have the, the price differential between crude and diesel has never been higher. We're still looking at record uh, gas and diesel prices because a lot of it now is going overseas. People don't realize that, that the European continent got a lot of their refined products from Russia. And so especially in the Northeast, uh, diesel and jet fuel are going overseas. But, yeah, to think that we're selling our own crude oil to communist China, I mean, that, that's that's crazy. And that's not what the SPR is, is all about. It was there in case that people forget when the Arabs shut us off in 74 and all of a sudden we didn't have enough crude. Uh, and, and we had to wait in line to get gasoline. We were on even odd days. Uh, you know, it, it's it, we're we are refining at record capacity right now, and we don't have enough crude to refine. And, and yet, we're selling our SPR to Europe and, and communist China. Mike, is there it's, any reason to think that the Chinese are in any way our friend? In any no, talk to <laughs> no, they never have been our friend. And, and you know, uh, Biden's talking about doing away with Chinese tariffs right now. And, of course, the reason the tariffs were put in place was because China was dumping aluminum on the market. I mean, they can they can make things cheaper if they subsidize their employees and subsidize the, the raw materials. They can eventually, well, look what they did to our textile industry. You know, for years, uh, the, the East Coast, the Carolinas, they led the world in, in textile manufacturing. And, and then uh, overseas folks stepped in and started uh, subsidizing uh, making of, of cloth and, and, and other materials, and, and all that went away. So that's why Trump put the tariffs on China. I mean, Trump was a free market guy, but he wanted our people to be able to compete against on a level playing field, not having a, a country like China giving away materials and, and, and wrecking our economy. So it's uh, it's interesting. There's, there's all kind of questions as to what's going on with crude prices and where they're going. And, of course, CL... The, the talking heads are all over the, the place. You know, the people from City said crude oil is going to 63. The people from Goldman Sachs says it's going to 140. Bank of America says it's going to 200. Uh, and, and we got our president now going over to talk to Saudi Arabia to beg them to produce more oil. And, and it isn't going to happen. They don't have the spare capacity anymore. They were supposed to increase their production 400,000 barrels in May. They couldn't do it. For June, they said we're going to do another 400,000. They couldn't do it. Uh, Nigeria is, is falling short of about a half a million barrels a day. And, and Macron told Biden at, at the last G7, look, OPEC's at max production. They, they, can't, they can't produce anymore. So, you know, even France and Germany are going back to, to burning coal. And, and we're, we should be there right now. I mean, there was an article today that, that uh, wind energy is falling short in Texas and we don't have enough wind energy to, to produce. And remember, here in our hometown of Shreveport, We've already closed the Dolly Hill plant, which was a coal-fired lignite plant. Wow. And we're shutting down the, the Hallsville plant, again, another coal-fired plant. Wow. And, uh, and here we have record heat. I mean, it was in the hundreds all last week here. Uh, we're burning through electricity like there's no tomorrow. And even Germany is turning on not only coal but nuclear and where are we? Well, we're still twiddling our thumbs, saying, "Well, you know, we we need to we need to do something about it." But wow. it, it's it, 
it isn't getting any better, my friend. And those are those are good jobs, folks. Those aren't bad jobs at all that Mike has just described there in our uh, home area of Shreveport, Louisiana, coal, coal uh, uh, plants. Mike, uh, every time that Joe Biden, you mentioned this coming in, uh, every time Joe Biden is uh, put again in a corner or, or against the wall, uh, he always hollers Trump. He always hollers Trump. And you know what? He's beginning to remind us how how good things actually or how much better things were with Trump. These days, every time he says that, I think I was talking to a, a guy who I know is a diehard uh, liberal. You'd know him if I called his name. But uh, he is actually uh, saying that the media lied to him. And, and, and Joe Biden, he had expected to do different. Uh, these are people who are liberals that are saying this. Uh, is Trump going to go ahead and play that hand? Or or, it does, or is he too divisive of a figure? You're getting all types of things. He dropped the F-bomb the other night at the rally and, and so forth. People are, 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 are it is it is one of those precarious things where you want prosperity or or you want tension for four years or eight years or however long it is. Talk to us about your your outlook on that. Well, well, our, our current president has nothing to, to run on. I mean, the, the, the current GDP is shrunk by one point six percent. The first drop since the second quarter of 2020 when we were in, in the midst of a covid recession. So uh, Trump certainly has a, a, a something to run on. Now, it's going to be interesting as we go forward because it, it amazed me. And I had some friends that said, well, I, I, I like his policies, but I just don't like the man. And, and, and I keep telling my friends, look, vote for what he's going to do. I, you know, I don't want him to date my daughter. I'm, I'm not asking to, for him to come to have dinner. But look what the economy was doing when he was in charge. And look what the economy has done with this guy. I mean, this guy promised he was going to lower the rate of COVID. That didn't happen. He promised that everything was going to get better. That I mean, my good liberal friends, when I ask him, just tell me one good thing he's done. They can't tell me one good thing he's done. <laughs> and of course, so what is he saying? Well, Americans are going to pay a higher price as long as it takes. And 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 it, but by the way, it's, again, it's not my fault. It's Republicans. It's Putin. It's it's you know. I mean, it's I, I can't imagine how anybody could vote for this joker. Everybody's tired of it, Mike. So how, uh, as we sign off here for today, how are we looking on gas prices a month from now? I think gas prices are getting ready to go back up, CL. Uh, you know, they were saying Goldman Sachs said $6 by the end of the summer. Uh, the, the only thing that, that's happening right now that's having an impact on crude is, you know, they've shut the uh, casinos down in McCall. And, and so there's there's that constant worry about, our, you know, is, is COVID coming back? And, of course, uh, you've heard the president say, well, you know, it, it may be time to, to start wearing masks again. And, and I've heard rumblings in, in Caddo Parish that we may have to go back under mask mandates. But, um, you know, this current strain is not killing people. It's not putting people in the hospital. My wife had it. She uh, yeah. she went on a mission trip to Hungary and, and came back with, with just a, a runny nose and, and uh, you know, kind of a rattly cough. But yeah. uh, My girlfriend ladies, just got over it, yeah. Mike. My girlfriend yeah. just got over it. And uh, thank God that I'm good <laughs> as far as that's concerned. Yeah, yeah. yeah knock on wood. I, I've, I've, I've skated, uh, you know, other than the COVID shot got killing me, uh, put me in <laughs> eight uh, I've been okay. Well, hey, listen, man, God bless you and God keep you and yours. Thank you so much for being on with me, folks. It's Mike Woods, uh, who will be my stand-in host. We're going to get him set up, Michelle. And uh, But thank you so much uh, for being a friend of the show, Mike. God bless. God keep you. Talk to you next week.